Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. What's the one thing all great teams have in common? Great coaching. Try to suck up to me, everyone. I'm Gordon Bombay, the new hockey coach. All right, let's go! Learn me! Come on! We're Team USA, gathered from all across America. And we're going to stick together. You know why? Because we are ducks, and ducks fly together. It's the Quack Attack Podcast. Hey, everybody. Every time you touch the ice, remember that it was Hans who taught us to fly. I'm Mike. Tommy's not here. That's Kevin. What's up, y'all? Welcome to the Quack Attack Podcast, the definitive Mighty Ducks podcast. Thanks for listening. Thanks for continuing to stick with us as we go on another year of talking about the Mighty Ducks and all its surrounding glory. Thanks for supporting the trivia. Yes, thanks for supporting the trivia. Trivia has been quite popular. I always get, we always get tweets and Facebook messages. Oh, I got six out of seven, or oh, I got all of this one, but that one. So it seems like people are enjoying it. So we'll keep it going. We got another matchup in about twenty minutes here, so that should be an interesting one. Had to, I will, we'll see if it tops last week's where it came down to a sudden death question last week was uh i mean that's gonna be hard to top yeah well above week one well above week one i think partly because we started figuring out how to do it now uh as i mentioned tommy is not here apparently he got rear-ended this morning in traffic and somehow his car like stopped working or burst in flames yeah, it sounded sounded pretty shaky to me. Sounded yeah. like a shaky excuse. Yeah, so he got like a minor bump, and then it was like, oh, I can't do it. Some some just can't play through the pain, you know? Yeah, I guess his I guess his excuse was that he got to work late, so he had to like stay late to do work, but I don't know. We'll see what happens here. We'll see what happens. I'm sure he'll be back for the next episode, the next trivia contest. And one of the things about the trivia contest that has really um, kind of, I don't know, I don't want to say saddened me, but it's a little disappointing not to have the quack question because we have the trivia contest. It's true. It saddens me as well. So what we're going to do today is give you both of them. It's going to be an all gimmick podcast. Quack question, then trivia, maybe multiple quack questions if we have time. If you're not familiar with the quack question, you ask us questions, Facebook, Twitter, email. We pick the best one. We answer them. Now, the quack question is sponsored. is brought to you by Hendrix Hockey, the official hockey supplier of the Junior Goodwill Games. Hendrix Hockey, we don't back losers. Neither should you. Kevin, what is the quack question today? Um, that, that was good. Glad we found a sponsor. Yeah. Yeah, we got a couple sponsors for the quack question. Is, so. is Hendrix Hockey real? Like, I mean... Hendrick Hockey is still real. <laughs> no longer business. Okay. No. Okay. All right. So um, this week's uh, at least first quack question comes from a friend of the show, and I believe still the leading quackalite. Uh, yes. Jared Beasley, who's at Jared Beasley on Twitter, 
that's not a slight to the other quackalites out there. It's just he uh, is kind of running away with the quack question title um, at this point. Yeah, I believe he and Totally Offside are tied. Oh, okay. But, I stand corrected. But Jared Peasley has the tiebreaker because he was the 2016 winner of the he quack the question longevity. of the year. Yes. So, did um, you read the question? Yeah. So, <laughs> okay. So, the quack question is... Uh, Bombay and Orion never really gave out the A, just the C. Who on the Ducks gets the A's? This is an interesting question. And, I mean, there's been some, there's been some controversy about where exactly Charlie became the captain as well. He doesn't really seem to become the captain until D three and in the beginning of D three, and then he gets it taken away from him. So, but we'll let's go on the premise that Charlie is the overall captain. So we're giving out... Should we give out two A's for each documentary? Yeah, I think we need to break this up into three parts. Okay. Okay. So it's two? two yes. I mean, that's typically how they do it. Some teams do three. Some will do, like, no captain and four alternates. Can we Can we get, like, a quick breakdown, like a hockey breakdown of, like, what they actually mean? Okay. So the captain... The captain is... He wears the C. And that's just kind of a signifier, really. I, I guess his biggest privilege on the ice is he is the guy to talk to the refs and that kind of stuff. Um, He's kind of the representative there. Then you typically, as I said, you have two alternate captains. Who so it's were, alternate. It's not assistant. Correct. I just thought it was assistant. Correct. That's a common misconception. But it's two alternate captains. And they basically have the same privilege. Like in, in case the captain gets like rear-ended and can't make it to... Exactly. Okay. Yeah. In case his car spontaneously combusts after getting rear-ended. So those alternate captains, again, more sort of symbolic than anything, but they can talk to the refs as well if the other captain isn't available or he's not on the ice or something like that. But yeah, I mean, it's mostly like internal where it matters like everyone knows who the captain is and the alternate captains and that kind of stuff is it ever like uh like captain like alternate 1a 1b like are there like rankings among the alternates i mean not among the a's like there's not like a 1a stitched onto the well i know but like internally on a team typically is there like some guy that you know he's like literally like the next in line oh yeah I mean, yeah, there definitely is. And there's definitely, yeah, the newer, yeah, you'll have like a newer alternate and whatnot. So, so like Lemieux and Yager, were they C and A? This is like the first pair I can think yeah, of. Yeah, I don't remember. I'm I'm sure they were, though. I don't know if Yager was an A, but I, I, he probably was. So, yeah, that's a good, that's a good uh, example there. And then the, they just had some scrub as the other alternate. Yeah, nobody remembers that guy. Exactly. Uh, if you do. You know, give us a shout. Yeah, tell us who it is. Tell us who that'd be like ninety ninety one penguins there. So let's go back to the quack question at hand here. So you go D one, and again we're assuming Charlie is the captain. Qu- quick side question: Are okay. goalies ever alternates? So this they is they kind of stand alone, right? Like yeah, I mean it's not typical. It's happened before, but it's not typical. The reason our coaches would give in youth hockey about why the goalie couldn't be captain was 
A, because he's always a leader anyway, and B... That sounds like some coach bullshit. <laughs> and B, he's not allowed to leave the crease um, in certain situations. So he situations. couldn't really go talk to yeah, the refs. Yeah, so he couldn't go talk to the refs and that kind of stuff. So, but the, I mean, it's happened before, and it's happened in the NHL, I believe, where goalies or captains or alternate like Patrick captains. Waugh, was he a... Was he a I don't think he was. I want to say Roberto Luongo was a captain on the Florida Panthers a couple years ago, but I might be wrong about that. I'm going to have to check that. No relation to Lupita Luongo. (laughs) No, no. But maybe they're distant cousins. So we'll see. So, yeah, I mean, I don't think Goldberg would be an assistant captain or an alternate captain anyway. No, but I mean, I could totally see. Well, we're getting ahead of ourselves, but I could yeah. totally see like Julie the cat. Oh, that's I, I just wanted point. to clarify for yeah, for you know, that's for a the good sake point. of this conversation. That's a good point. So yeah, let's look at D one though. Let's go one step at a time here. So your alternates, would you put Banks as an alternate, even though he joins the team late there and he really is there for half the season if that? The the only problem I see with that is you'd have to strip it from somebody else. Oh. Yeah. I mean, th- this is assuming there's like a limit on the number of A's you can give out, right? Yeah. I mean, I I, I think the sort of um, unwritten rule is no more than three, maybe four, like max. But on a youth league, like... Yeah, I mean, on a youth league team... teams aren't as big as... Yeah, on as a youth league you know. team that has 13 players, yeah, I think just two alternates and yeah, one Yeah, if you give out any more, they kind of lose their meaning at that yeah, point. Yeah, exactly. I think... Uh, oh man, that's a that's a really interesting question. I hadn't really thought about it that way. Um, I almost think you have to, but I I, I if I were Bombay, I'd be worried about throwing the chemistry off because he also whenever Banks does come on, he's like, if you want to be here, you're here. If you're not, you're not. Like he's not like, oh, you're our guy now. Like mm-hmm. you know, he doesn't like embrace him like that. Mm-hmm. So maybe later on in the year, and maybe it happens like if somebody got hurt. Like, yeah. if somebody's out for a game or two and then Banks kind of steps into that role and just kind of keeps it, um, I think it would be very hard to just, like, the second Banks steps into that locker room to just, like, give that to him. Yeah, I agree. And at that point, the Ducks were not really fans of Banks. So to put him into a leadership role might have hurt the chemistry or hurt or kind of uh, ignited a, a sort of coup against Bombay there. So... I don't think Banks is in play. Was wait, wait, was Banks captain of the Hawks? That's a good question. I don't think he was, but he might have been. I don't think there's any sort of um, insignia on his jersey, but he might have been a captain. I would assume that Riley just gives his best player the captaincy. So yeah, yeah. I mean, is that typically what happens with hockey teams? Like the best player gets like is Sidney Crosby the captain? He is. Is Ovechkin, he's not, right? I believe he is. Oh, yeah. Is he? Okay, I don't know. I'm not I'm just sure. Like, picturing him with an A for some reason. He might be. I I'd have to look it up. I'm not up on my NHL captains at this point. It's the off season, so <laughs> yeah. Like there is definitely like you got to be a good player, but you don't necessarily have to be the okay. best. But typically speaking, more often than not, maybe you'd say. Yeah, I, yeah. I guess it depends. I would say yeah, more often than not. But yeah, it definitely depends on the player. Like if you have like a shithead, then you wouldn't make him a captain. But who knows? I and I, I guess the guy that I always think of is like Stevie Y. Like he was yeah. the guy, you know. But mm-hmm. everybody knew that. 
But it, you could also argue he probably wasn't the best player on all those teams. Exactly. Exactly. So, yeah, you had like Sergei Fedorov, and then later on, you even though the end of the career, Brett Hall and those kind of guys. So speaking of, I uh, there, you saw that shit in my in my living room. Yes. Um, I, I has found, a large pile of stuff. Just yeah, it's in his from, living my room. mom moved to town, brought me all of my stuff from my childhood, so it's just like sitting in my living room. But there's a jersey down there that my sister got for me when she was in Russia when I was in like middle school, maybe, mm-hmm. and it's Fedorov. I don't, but I'm sure there were many Fedorovs. No, is that a? I would guess that's a fairly common name. Yeah, I'm, I mean, I, I don't mean, know that for sure, but it's. I I, I was always like, oh, this is Sergei Fedorov's yeah. jersey. So, so what kind a, of jersey is it? It's a Russian national team oh. jersey, I think. Yeah, I mean, I'm. It's probably Sergei Fedorov then. Yeah, I yeah. think it's number eleven, maybe. Was he? What number was he? He was ninety-one on the Red Wings. Oh, okay. Well, that, that but, probably is. Yeah, it was yeah. probably different for the national team anyway. Yeah, but so. Michael put a picture of it in the show notes. <laughs> okay, we'll do. So yeah, let's go back then. So the A's. Would you give one to Jesse then? Um, I think he's probably the most likely candidate in this in this scenario to get one. Yeah. Um. Simply because he kind of, whether or not it's deserved, he kind of like asserts himself as a de facto leader of this crew. Mm -hmm. And I think that's, I'm not necessarily saying he's a good or a bad leader. I'm just saying like he is like the most vocal. It makes this, it makes the most sense to give the guy that's probably going to talk to the ref the most anyway, (laughs) an A to like avoid any uh, like penalties or anything like that. Yeah. Um, So I think he's a pretty good candidate here. Yeah. Although if he's the one that gets the A st- stripped from him in favor of Banks, that's a shit show. Yeah, I don't like we said. I don't think Bombay's stripping the A, uh, at least that season. I do think Jesse is an alternate just because in D two the first person Charlie goes to when he's rounding him up is Jesse, but maybe that's just a like a routing thing. Like yeah, it's, location. It's more yeah, yeah. So there's one. Uh, the other, I guess, candidate I thought of just right away was Guy Germain. Yeah, I think I think Guy makes sense because he's like the calming force. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't know what what are your thoughts? Yeah, I I agree. Like I think he's a more lead by example guy. Like he's not going to be all the fiery rah rah like Jesse is, but I think he's just like a lead by example. Does his job, doesn't complain. People sort of look up to him in that way. So. I would give it to Guy if I was the coach. And I think that's a pretty good mix. I mean, you've got Charlie who's like, you know, he's kind of the the, the middle of those two. You mm-hmm. know, he's vocal, but he's also like, everybody knows kind of that he's the leader at that point. Yeah. Um, and then you do have the kind of do, the two different personalities to mix it up a little. So I think that's pretty good. Um, are there any other outlier candidates we want to throw in there? I mean... You could, you could, I mean, we you could throw out Fulton, but he kind of joins late. Of a, yeah, he's a latecomer too. I think for the same reason. Yeah, I mean, he is. He's there a little earlier than Banks, but yeah. he comes. Yeah, he comes in the middle of the season, right around when Bombay does. Like he's there when he's like, I want to be a duck. He's yeah. the first one. So I think I, I I think it's a fairly easy choice for for the first one. Um, I mean. Because the other candidate, like Carp's not going to be an alternate. Yeah. Peter's not going to be a, an alternate. Yeah. Um, uh, 
I, I can't think of anybody else that would be other than those three, uh, except for Banks and, mm-hmm. and Fulton. But I think them coming on late kind of affects that. Yeah. So, uh, like, just to recap here, Charlie with the C just by default. That's just our rules of the game here. And then Jesse and Gee in D1. Now you move to D2. Gee's still around. Jesse also still around, right? Yeah, at that point, Jesse's still around. So... Would you keep the captaincy the same there? The captain, or just the the, the, the group of captains, the same there in D2? as you go into D two? I don't think so because I think um, I mean you can already kind of see Jesse like fading in D two, like at least like in terms of we'll say camera time. You know? uh-huh, like, yeah, he's not as much of a factor anymore, and whether or not that's because he's not as good of a hockey player, or you know whatever happened. Um, I think you start fresh. I mean, I think everybody knows that Charlie's the guy, but I think Bombay maybe at some point kind of like opens it up. Yeah. And um, kind of like puts it all on the table. Uh, and I think it, it might kind of be like a almost a requirement from from Tibbles and, and uh, the committee, I guess, or committee or n- n- lack of committee that put this team together. Like, Bomb- I'm sure Bombay was like, Charlie's my guy. Like, that's mm-hmm. not going to change, but. That I mean, they knew that there were going to be these new players coming in. It kind of, I'm sure that there was a lot of pressure to like make open it up f- from them, and also I'm sure Bombay realized it probably wouldn't be a bad idea to have one of the newcomers be an alternate. That's what I was thinking. I was thinking whether it's Tibbles mandating it or Bombay just sort of seeing it. Although Bombay early on not really focused on the team dynamic. So maybe he slides past it. But yeah, I think you definitely just from a team harmony standpoint, you have to have a new player as an alternate. Who would you give it to out of those new players? Um, this is tough. Um, you're not giving it to Portman. This no. is too, too wild. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I mean, honestly, if you're going like, if, if you were to make like a snap judgment, you'd probably give it to the cat. Like, but I mean that that throws the whole goalie thing into the into yeah. into play, and I mean you're not going to give one of your alternates to your backup goalie. Exactly, is the problem. Exactly. Um, Luis, I don't see it. Uh, Kenny Wu, maybe. Yeah. Um, or, am I missing anybody? Dwayne. Oh, I mean the only reason you could give it to Dwayne is because I, I feel like you, at least from the outset, you feel like he's going to get the most ice time. Mm-hmm. Like he seems to be like the most talented player, yeah, at the very least. Um, but he's also kind of just like an idiot. Like I think Kenny Wu for the smarts and the calm makes sense, but I don't, I don't see him like actually getting on the ice that much. Yeah, I see that. I agree. Maybe it's Kenny Wu just because the other options are not great. Uh, Dwayne. Dwayne sort of leads the practice when they start roping up people, um, but he is also sort of a, a puck hog, as you mentioned in our uh, very early on. You yeah. hate you said he was our worst or the Mighty Ducks' worst player. I just put myself on the team there with <laughs> R. So I, I do think uh, one one in defense of Dwayne a little bit. He is probably the most like protective player on the team. Yeah, like he he would like go to the end of the earth for anybody on the team and that's just his nature so i think that it kind of uh is in his favor in this discussion um but that that, i just wanted to defend uh dwayne 
I might actually go with Dwayne just because he is sort of, if you go back to your theory about the best player, he is probably the best player out of those four. At least most talented. Or five. Whether or not he's the best player is, I mean, yeah. you have to wait to see until you get on the, on the ice, but like actually on the ice, not just puck handling. Yeah. Yeah. So it, it, he's... He seems like a good president. I don't know if people would respect him enough, though, just because he's just because the stereotypical like Southern cowboy I don't sort think of they country would boy. Kenny Wu more though. He was in the Olympics. I, but he's so like he's like so quiet and and like shy. Uh-huh. Like it takes him a long time to like break out of that. Like till D three. Yeah, yeah. I mean, this is tough. This is tough. Well, would you, I mean, would you go back to Portman then? Just because he's big, he's loud. I don't think he you, I don't commands think he respect just by his physical nature. I don't think he commands respect at all. I think he commands like anger. You know, I think, I think resentment. Like, okay. You know, I don't, I don't think he would command respect more than Dwayne. Okay. You know, I would, I, at this, I'd give it to Dwayne. Dwayne? Yeah. I can, I can deal with that. Now, so you have the other one. There's Jesse, there's Guy. I think Fulton's a possibility here as he's sort of matured into a uh a, the leader and he's kind of got his his ducks credentials now after playing with them and obviously there's Banks as well. Just from the opener, who would you go with there? I think it has to be Banks. Interesting. I, I I think there's no way it can't be Banks. Um I mean he's obviously the best he's one of the best players. I mean, you could argue in the world. Yeah. Um, I don't think there's any way. I don't think that there's any way that you couldn't name him a captain and there isn't some kind of big story about it. Like, I think that causes some controversy if that doesn't happen. Mm, that's true. I mean, there is a lot of press covering this Junior Goodwill Games team. So maybe, yeah, maybe it forces Bombay's hand but I, I'm not saying Bombay wouldn't want to do it either. I think I think Bombay would want to do it, but I but I also just don't think he has a choice really. Yeah, I think it's I think it's a smart play by Bombay there because you have Banks that sort of builds up his confidence as he's sort of looking out at the scouts, and I don't think anybody like like I think Fulton would still be a leader despite not having the A on his jersey. Agreed. So you have that. I think. Well, and and also at this point, Banks probably knows the game better than anybody else too. So it would make sense to give him that role where he's like speaking to the refs and like he grew up with yeah. hockey, like he is hockey. Yeah, you know. So I think it makes sense, like from a from a strategy standpoint as well. Yeah, I don't necessarily think that's a big factor at this point since they're already a national team and they have a lot of. But yeah, it could be it could be a factor there. So yeah, so I mean. The only issue might be Jesse. Maybe he's got some ego problems there after losing the A. But, uh, yeah, I guess that's a problem for Bombay to deal with there. Uh, and another thing about Bombay is, or about Bombay and naming Banks the alternate, I think Bombay recognizes that obviously Banks' end goal is the NHL. And he knows that scouts are in the stands. Mm-hmm. So he knows that by naming him an alternate, it gives him a kind of maybe a boost like in the scouts eyes like if he didn't maybe the scouts would be like oh something must be wrong with this kid you know so i think bombay recognizes that having been at least to the semi-professional level 
um, he recognizes like the struggle it is to get there. So I think that plays a lot into it as well. Yeah, yeah. So I, it's it's the best strategic play, and it I don't think it hurts the team all that much. Okay, so you have Charlie as the captain, you have Banks, and then you have Dwayne Robertson as the alternate there for the newbies. That's in D two. So you move to D three, which is a completely different dynamic. Yeah. So I I guess we're still assuming Charlie is the captain, even though he loses it here. Um. Yeah. I I think we should also talk about who, because I I don't think we ever got there in the movie, or I don't know if he ever did. Mm-hmm. Um. Who Orion would name instead of Charlie? So I guess we can answer that by answering the alternate question first. Oh, that's a good do, point. We can do a bonus alternate. That's assuming whoever takes over Charlie's place during okay. that time. So this first one, are we including Banks as well, even though he's up on the varsity and he comes back? Ooh, that's tough. Um, I just like knowing the way that like high school sports work. I think, I think he still would have played a pretty large majority of time on JV. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like. So I think, and I, and every time that he did, I think that whether or not he was like the all the time alternate, he would be for that game. Okay. So I, I I think I think he has to be one of those spots. Just all right. Uh, although that gets tricky because um, I'm just thinking of like in high school, like playing basketball. Anytime we had like a varsity player come down to JV, even though he was mostly a JV player anyway, chances are he was going to be a captain on the mm-hmm. JV team. Um. Okay, so, so, I mean, we could have, I mean, you could throw out an extra alternate there and have three alternates on that JV team then, uh, just because yeah, you're okay. Banks. Yeah, all right, so yeah, let's assume that's the case with Banks. Okay, so you look at the other candidates, Dwayne Robertson obviously still there, and then you have uh, kind of everybody but Jesse coming back. Is there somebody you see? early on in this Eden Hall run that kind of goes for the the top A there. Ooh, man, this one's tricky. Um, Because it doesn't seem like any of them have really, like, garnered Orion's respect. Yeah. Um, Yeah, this is tough. I could see Gee um, just kind of because he kind of seems like an Orion guy. Like, he's quiet. He He doesn't ruffle any feathers. He doesn't, you know... I think he's a logical choice because, you know, I don't know. I think that just fits. He's mm-hmm. like the only one that doesn't like annoy Orion. Um, not that he's like a kiss ass, but he's, or I don't know, maybe Connie. Yeah. I was, she's kind of a kiss ass. Like, yeah, I was thinking, I mean, you could even throw in Joy the cat here into consideration now that she's the starter. I definitely think that Joy the cat, if you are going to throw goalies into the mix, would absolutely be a cat yeah. for it. Okay. Because I think he really does like Joy the cat. Yeah. And she is probably the best player on that team. Yeah. Okay. So there's there's one. Now you have the other one that for the JV team. Uh, this is tough. This is tough. Um, I, I mean, Russ Tyler even steps up as sort of a leader early on when like, oh, I'm not going to lose my scholarship and stuff like that. That's and, true. Uh, and then obviously they all go through the prank war. So it's not like one of them tries to be more mature. Uh, would you, would you keep Dwayne as it? Cause he seems to be focused on his schooling. The teacher calls him out, Cowboy Dwayne. 
Wait. I, so, okay. So this is assuming I, I, I still go with Guy. I Guy. still, I, I would take Guy over anybody else just based on the fact that he didn't piss Orion off. All right. Like Averman annoys the piss out of him. I'm sure Russ did some shit to annoy mm-hmm. him. Like, um, Dwayne's like antics. I mean, he started off like on a bad note with him because he's like roping people on the ice. Oh so, yeah, that's true. Um, that's I, true. I don't think he would be able to to get past that as like the guy with the rope on the ice. Yeah. You know? Okay. So you have for this, I guess. Would the I guess this would be after, like, let's say after the JV varsity showdown. Would this be your crew with Charlie at the captain? Banks as an alternate, Julie the Cat as an alternate, Guy as an alternate. Uh oh, I, oh yeah, yeah, with the weird Banks thing. Yeah, I think so. Okay, I think that makes the most sense. Okay, so let's let's back up then. Charlie's gone. Banks is on varsity. Who would be your three there as the captain and the two alternates? Oh, and this is assuming Banks wouldn't be like eligible for Yeah, this Banks is on the varsity at this point. Okay. He's playing all varsity all the time. Um, Charlie's gone. Charlie has quit the team. I'll, uh, I don't know. Can you, can your goalie be your captain? Like, Julie the Cat? I, I think mean, Julie the Cat is probably his favorite player just because she's very no nonsense. Like, she's really good. She's steady. Mm-hmm. Um, she knows like how good she is and like what ne- what she needs to do to get the job done. She does except puke when she starts once. listening to Goldberg. Yeah. Um. I mean, is that like is there a precedent yeah. for that? I mean, you could do that. You could throw it out there. Um. Yeah. I mean, I might be personally be more inclined just to leave her as an alternate, just because she's a goalie. But you could make Julie the cat the the captain, and then you'd have Gee as an alternate. I think I think maybe maybe you like switch things up a little bit. Well, I was gonna say maybe you just like throw Fulton in the mix for captain. Yeah, um, but he but, also could. Yeah, the that's team. the problem. Because um, I, I mean, I think that would be pretty logical as well. Um, I don't think you can make Gee your captain. He's too he's too steady. Like <laughs> like he's not gonna get in anybody's face and like tell yeah. him practice that's... harder. You know that kind of sh- that kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, uh man i mean as they tied the blake bears i believe it's connie who yells at charlie about like we didn't need another goal or was that gee it was one of those two and then the other one yells at i think gee yeah gee yells at charlie and then charlie yells at gee and connie defends gee is that how connie's that like connie's like i tried or i played and you didn't he's yeah. like yeah yeah so uh maybe connie's the option there the problem with that is that statement alone is like not like captain like she's like i tried like i did my best like it doesn't doesn't fucking matter what you did connie it's about the team you know i was i took it more as like like we just did not play and like i gotta fire these people up i get in these faces and Uh, sort of change the thing i take that more as like i got mine like okay um didn't doesn't russ say something too doesn't he's doesn't he get pretty fiery yeah russ i like russ might be the dark horse candidate there yeah because he's all about the scholarship um yeah i mean he he might have be insulting him i'd have to watch that whole locker room scene again but yeah he seems like he's in the mix for sure well and 
also at this point, I'm trying to remember kind of where Orion kind of changes his tune on Goldberg too, because like he might be because especially if he's playing defense, as, yeah, 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 maybe. Yeah, maybe he rewards Goldberg for being selfless. And- yeah, selfless, moving the D after uh, Charlie and Fulton both leave. So yeah, I mean you could put Goldberg there as that alternate, and then yeah, I think then you'd have to go Julia the Cat as the captain then. Yeah. Okay. So I mean, are those the three we want to lock in? And I feel like are we forgetting anybody? Well, I mean, there's Kenny Wu. No. There's, we talked about Russ. We talked about, I mean, Gee. There's Luis Mendoza. Mm-hmm. There's Fulton, Charlie. Um, Portman. Portman. Uh, Averman. No, Averman's yeah. never getting anywhere near that. Averman. Yeah, I mean, there's not many other people out there. So. Yeah, I think that makes the most sense. Unless unless it's like a strategic thing where you want your captain to be like on the ice, like not in goal. Yeah. Um, I think um, that makes the most sense like yeah. from a hierarchy standpoint. Yeah. Um, whether or not that's how the, like, the letters shake out. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think that makes the most sense. Yeah, I, the biggest question would be whether the ducks would, the male ducks would be like, offended that a female sort of their leader and whatnot well they but, better not be because she's better than all yeah exactly i and i think they're over that after the junior and, Goodwill and she's pretty fiery like i don't think anybody's getting in her face yeah all right i mean we've already established that she'd win the hunger games yes so. that's true that's true all right so there you go so to recap captain in d1 charlie conway alternates jesse and gee d2 captain charlie conway Alternates were Dwayne and Banks. And then D3, if you include Charlie, if this is after the JV varsity showdown when Charlie gets a C back, then you have Charlie, you have Banks, you have Julie the Cat, and you have Gee. That's what we said, right? Yeah. Yeah. And then if you don't include Charlie or Banks, Julie the Cat's the captain. He's an alternate, and Goldberg, to the cat, Gee yeah, yeah. and Goldberg. Yeah, there you go. There's the recap. Quite the rags to riches story for Goldberg. Yeah, I mean, just everything come together for Goldberg in D three. Great, uh, great few months for him there. All right, there you go. We are probably overtime at this point, so let's move straight to the trivia. Joining us now. We have the next two competitors. Round three. We're coming up on halfway. Not round three. Still round one. Round one. Matchup three of round one. Coming up on halfway through the first round here. Joining us right now is Nick. From uh, Nick, where are you calling from? North Carolina. North Carolina. What Very is nice. First, first representative. Yeah, North first representative of North Carolina. What is going on in North Carolina right now? Uh, Not a lot. I live about an hour and a half from the, the hurricanes, but... uh. I never seen them before, but that'll give you an idea of where I, where I okay. live. Okay, okay. What are you doing out in North Carolina? I just I uh, just grew up here. Oh, okay. I just, I just work in a warehouse and have a family. That's about it. Watch, I actually watch a lot of uh, soccer, like uh, Tommy. 
Oh, well, the one guy is not here. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I, I on the other hand, watch no soccer at all. Right, right. I, I used to watch basketball when I was a kid. Like I loved Muggsy Bogues and stuff, but oh, yeah. then I got to soccer and changed my life. So that's wow. that. There you go. Now, is it true that you took off work to participate in this trivia challenge? That is absolutely true. Uh, I feel like Eminem and Eight Mile. I'm like extremely nervous, sweating. I feel like I'm gonna throw up. <laughs> wow. I, I asked my manager for the day off, and it turns out I had the whole week off anyway. So, <laughs> made me feel a little less irresponsible. All right, all right. So, Nick from North Carolina will be facing Zach. Zach, I believe you're in Missouri, correct? Yes, sir. St. Louis, Missouri. St. Louis. Oh, nice. We have a good representation in St. Louis. Uh. I believe our quack or quack attack or no quack question of the year winner last year, Jared Beasley from the St. Louis area. Uh, Zach, what do you do out in St. Louis? I'm actually a uh, I'm a job recruiter out here in the suburbs of St. Louis, uh, and uh, actually I staff over there in uh, in uh, North Carolina as well. So I'm a, a national staffer. Wow. What what yeah. industry? Uh, a lot of uh, industrial and warehouse and some uh, some aerospace, actually. Well, there you go. Yeah. I feel like we could set up some jobs or something here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> All right. Zach, are you uh, ready to play here? Absolutely. All right. Just to recap the rules for you two and for everybody, we're going to... The first of four questions, I have 14 total questions. If you if no one gets four questions out of those 14, we go to a tiebreaker. It's a numerical tiebreaker. And uh, you buzz in with your name. Or you can pick a different name if you want, but just let me know so I don't have it here any like Pete's or something. And I don't know who it is. Uh, Kevin will be the judge in terms of if it's a close race and his word is final. Kevin, do you have something? Uh, yeah, quick question. So say one of them is at three and one of them is at two after 14. How does the tiebreak work in that scenario? Oh, that's a good point. I would – what do you think? That's a, I, that's not never come up, but would we just give it to the winner? I think that would be fair. That would be fair, honestly. Yeah, I think, I think that works. All right. All right. So let's uh, let's get into any other questions before we get into it here. Nope, I'm uh, good. No, I'm good. All right. Question number one. According to Coach Orion, to play great defense, what th- one thing do you need above all else? Zach. Zach. Will. Incorrect. Nick. Nick. Work. Incorrect. Ooh. Correct answer is confidence. This did not come from the first speech that Orion gave. It came from the uh, second. I that I mean that is a tough one. That is that, a tough one. That's, yeah. a, that's a tricky question there. Yeah, that was a tricky question. Um, let's go to question two. In the land of D two, what is Iceland chick's line to understand the difference between Iceland and Greenland? Zach. Zach. Uh. Greenland, I'm sorry, uh, Iceland is very nice, and Greenland is full of ice. I'm going to say incorrect. Kevin's saying the incorrect. Nick. Nick. 
Iceland is green and very nice. Greenland is full of ice. Uh, Kevin, what would you say? Ooh, uh, it, it's weird because I'm like totally like misremembering this line myself. Um, oh man, that's tough. I I'm gonna say no. I'm gonna say no on either one. Okay. Okay, so we're they, were, they both were pretty close. So. Yeah, very close. But the 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 actual wording is Greenland is covered with ice and Iceland is very nice. So, oh man, so very uh yeah, two tough ones to start it off. I knew that was coming in. So, uh, it should be the next the next, I would say six or seven are definitely uh, much easier than this. So let's go straight to question number three. Uh, in D2, what team are the Ducks playing during the game in which Gordon doesn't show up for the first half? Nick. Zach. Nick. Germany. Correct. Zach, or Nick's, has, Nick's up one nothing. Nick's up one nothing. Let's go to question four now. What does Goldberg think the athletes in the ancient Olympics competed for? Nick. Nick. Falafels. Correct. <laughs> nice. Correct. Very nice. Good pull. Quick on the draw there. All right. What is this? Question five. Question five. What is the Eden Hall varsity coach's last name? Nick. Wow. Nick. Wilson. Correct. Oh. Correct. Better pick it up, Zach. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I mean, this could be for the win here. This is uh, Get your brooms out. Yeah, for the sweep. Uh, this one, this one should be interesting. All right, and D one, which team got the measles and had to forfeit the season? Zach. Zach. The the Panthers. Correct. Nice. Correct. Okay. Avoids the sweep. On the board. On the board. Avoids the sweep. All right. Uh, let's go. Staying in D one here. What is Adam Banks's address? Whoa. <laughs> You got no answer there. Shooting blanks there. The correct answer is 450 North Hennepin Avenue. That's uh, what the, uh, I guess, the turn or the league official. That is a very hard question. (laughs) I remember that episode, but I was like, there's no way this is is coming. (laughs) (laughs) I have to make it hard. You just see how knowledgeable our fans are. Let's go move in. We're moving about, we're about halfway through, I think. Um, all right. According to Hans, what is not the district boundary anymore? Zach. Nick. Zach. Uh, the lake. Correct. Right. Three to two. But and I just want it to be known that uh, I don't believe anybody's ever come back from a three zero deficit. <laughs> not in, in the this three game. rounds we've done. Man, <laughs> it, it would happen to me too. <laughs> <laughs> all right. All right. Uh, going back to D two. Who are the three players who crashed the Zamboni during Team USA training camp? Nick. Uh, Nick, I think. I would say Nick as well. I believe it was Charlie, Fulton, and Jesse. Incorrect. Yeah, Zach, it was uh, Fulton, Jesse, and Gee. Correct. Wow. Three to three. Wow. Three to three. Uh... This one will be interesting because this is something we've talked about before on the pod. 
in D2, what is the family at the picnic eating when Goldberg rolls into them? Nick. Nick. Yes, chicken wings. Correct. Yep. There it is. <laughs> Zach's miraculous comeback falls just short. Uh, it was valiant effort, though. Yeah. That was, that was good. Yeah, that you was... had me sweating, Zach. <laughs> already was, Nick. Thanks, that man. was uh well that one might have been more exciting than our last week yeah, which came down to a lot of drama yeah this has worked out a lot better than i thought it was going to <laughs> uh zach good effort uh we you probably like alex last week you probably deserve to move on to the quarterfinals but uh just a tough competitor here with nick uh not a problem hopefully both uh our- nick you go on you do well man thanks man i, I enjoyed it I think both of our uh, our first two contestants would have gotten destroyed by any of the last four. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, no, not to throw them under the bus, but they were really bad. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's gonna be interesting how Ed Semia does the curling coach in this next round, just based on the two competitors we had in those last two weeks. But um, yeah, so that was. 10 questions we went 11 questions last time so good uh yeah this probably was the best one then as far as rankings go yep yeah so nick congratulations you're one step closer to the number one quack light mug um and really just immortality Uh, (laughs) well i appreciate it yeah so for us the quackdeck.com go there contact us at quackdeckpod on twitter Facebook.com slash pod. Go to iTunes. Give us five stars. Tell us who your captains would be, your alternate captains would be in all three films. Mine would be Nick. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> uh, go to the shop. If you lost or you are not participating in trivia, you can just buy the number one Quacklight book. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and there's a bunch of other stuff you can buy, too. And with that, remember, ducks fly together. Quack, quack. Quack, quack. No turning back. Start to be-